Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I found a woman that I can see me spend the rest of my life with. And I didn't want to lose her. So I felt like in order to keep you in my life, I had to take it to the next level. And the next level was proposing to you, letting you know that I'm really in this and I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And I want to spend the rest of my life with you. <laughs> Guys, you wouldn't believe it. Yes, it is true. It is true. I got Jessica Lane in the building. Trust me, it was very hard to do. But it's Sunday. I told her, I put my foot down. Like I said in the episodes, you're going to get on this episode. And I got an episode. So I want to welcome you. This is, this is Sunday. We're reserved for family conversations, relationship conversations. And I wanted to just introduce her on Sundays because I want her to be a part of this. Because the reason why I'm here is because of her too. So everything plays a part. And this is my time to introduce the one, the only, Jessica Lane. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Michael J. McDonald Show. How you doing? Toast to this. Okay. I appreciate you coming on. I know you got a lot to do, you know, with the house and budget. Why would I not be on your show? Let's start there. That's a fact. That's a fact. Why wouldn't you not? It's charted already. Why wouldn't you not? We popping over here. We popping. You know what I'm saying? I've been down down in in the basement in the studio. I've been delivering some fire. I am very proud of him, you guys. Because... He's definitely been working hard and is definitely paying off. So I am super happy for you and I'm super proud of you and I love you. And I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank isn't you. Isn't it so crazy how aligned we are, though? Like, we didn't even plan this. Like, isn't it crazy? I mean, I definitely could go upstairs and change, but I walked downstairs. He had on white and I was like, wow. Well, listen, so <laughs> I want to, like, tackle subjects like or or different scenarios of what we go through because you know we're a pretty new relationship two years in but we've we've poured a lot into uh making our relationship better and feeling like those missing areas or those mishaps that we have in our relationship we've been pouring into each other and making our relationship like 100 tight and i think there's a lot of relationships that go through things and a lot of families that go through things and they don't really tackle the the, the, the problem. They just put band-aids on them. And what we've been able to do in our relationship is kind of like unpack the layers and figure out what was the core of that problem? What was the core of why would you do this or why I did that? And on Sundays, I wanted like, you know, even raising legend, like, cause we're, we're brand new to this. So it's like almost like our journal to, to doing all these different things. So. I wanted to do that. And today I wanted to talk about communication. Communication is, is probably the most important thing about a relationship. And if you can't communicate with your partner, you can't tell them how you feel about something or you, you when they tell you something that you don't like and you, you don't respond in a kind way, that is not the right way to communicate with your partner. So I want to talk to Jessica today about what are some things that we do 
that help us communicate better? Go to therapy. So therapy, let's think about that. Let's unpack that. Therapy, right? What was one session that stuck out the most that therapy did for you? Um, we had a conversation with our therapist on communication. So first off, my dad told us, and my mom, they've been married for 38 years. They've been together for 42 years. And they said that the number one or the number, the top three things to make a relationship work is compromise, communication, and commitment. And I feel as though Michael and I definitely had the compromise together and we definitely had the commitment, but the communication definitely was something that we had to like really work through. And in our therapy session, it was one session in particular where she like pulled out this like sheet and she talked about the different types and different forms of communication and how they really impact your relationship. And one of them was, well, two of them that stuck out was contempt, meaning like sarcasm, Mm -hmm. because Michael's very sarcastic. And then stonewalling is something that I do where it's like, if I get like super upset, I just will not communicate and just shut down. Um, outside of the the regular, like, okay, you can scream, you can like yell, you can do all of these, but like the types that no matter what relation, what, well, no matter how your relationship is going, if you do not work on those things, they will be detrimental to your relationship. Well, and that's things that we've been working on. Like, Listening to your partner, that's a very, a form of communicating. Like, I know when, like, what we started to do is when she was upset about something or didn't feel happy about something, she would tell me, right? And then after she tells me, I would take, I would take it in, take it in and explain what she told me so I can confirm with her of what I've, what she said to me. So I'm, so we are both understanding of how she feels and I understand how she feels. It's important because sometimes you can, you have somebody, what they say, and then you have the intention behind what someone says, and then you have what someone receives. And sometimes those things can be three different things. However, with Michael and I, I think it's like doing that exercise of what did you just hear me say so that I can make sure he heard me properly so that one, If I said something wrong, I can clean it up before he internalized what it is that I just communicated. That's that's definitely something that's been helpful. Um, And then often, well, I think when we were going to Kendra, listen to hear and really take in and digest opposed to just listening and then already having what it is that you want to say to combat the person opposed to really hearing and taking in what that person has said. No. And that's the thing, right? I know many times when you're telling me something and I'm, I, I'm not listening anymore because I'm ready. I'm, I'm automatically on my response. Like I already have my response. So everything you said after the fact that when I was ready to have my response, it didn't matter. It went through this and out the other. And that was why confirming what you said and and really fully listening to what you said now helps me understand how you feel because I may think it's very little, it's not that big of a deal, but it bothers you. And I got to know that something that I don't think should bother you, it actually bothers you. And that's how I've been able to 
be more mindful of the things I say to Jessica and, uh, and be better com at communicating with her. So now I know if something bothers her, I understand it bothers her and I try, let, try hard not to do it. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't, but it's a growing process. I'm a work in progress. And every day I try to get better at, at something and become a better version of myself. And that's all we can do. You know, I'm sorry I'm not perfect. I mean, God, you know, he, he made a great me. I can't complain, but, you know, I'm not perfect. So um, what are the things that we, we talk about with communication? How, how can we communicate better? How can people out there that, that are having communication problems, right? And they don't really, they're not doing well. Their relationship is in a, in a real toxic place. How can they communicate with each other to let them know what's missing, uh, what they what they want, what they like. What can we? What can you? What advice do you think you have? So the first thing is to identify what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. That's the first step. Identify what it is that you want because sometimes, if both partners aren't willing, then the fight is already over in the first place. So both partners have to equally be willing to fight for that relationship. Mm -hmm. um, something I've also learned is like in our relationship, we come from two different backgrounds. So where my dad said, even that compromise comes into play, compromise to a certain extent is a form of communication because where he just said, if he does something I don't like or whatever, you can't just be like, oh, well, I'm gonna do it anyway in a relationship, like everything is give and take. So I have to be willing to adapt and adjust and cater to his needs as well as him catering to mine because it is a partnership. But when I first initially said that, like, you have to identify what it is that you want is because the self-work also is super important. Like, in addition to us going to therapy together, like we both have therapists on our own. Um, and I think that once... Once Michael controlled his anger and talked to his own therapist in his own ways, I definitely think that helped. You think so? Yeah, I do. Well, I think the thing about me is that I tend to let things build up and like things could be bothering me and I just let it build up a little bit, build up. And what happens is she might do something really small, but, but my char is actually full. And that little small thing just blew it all up and I explode. And now that I'm in therapy, that's already an outlet. Now that I made content, that's an outlet. And now that we can communicate and I can tell you things that bother me, that's an outlet. So I try to uh, empty my bottle every day. I want an empty bottle. I want to wake up every morning with an empty bottle. I don't want to carry something into the next day. And communicating has allowed me to be able to do that, communicating with you, communicating with my therapist, communicating with my family, my friends. This is the, this is the 2.0 version of Michael J. McDonald. And I kind of like it. I must say, you know, I'm growing into my next season and my next season looks very beautiful. Um, I'm, I'm telling you like that feeling like I have when we started building Earning Elysia is the same feeling I got now because it just is something special. You know, we're on to something like I'm doing something really great. I feel like I'm helping a lot of people. And uh, and even like this, this bringing Jessica on. I'm in media. I'm in a digital media space. Right. And I'm posting content every single day. But I said, I can't post 
the same content every single day. I'm going to run out of content, you know? So I have to be very intentional with my content and I have to diversify my content. The way I did that is on Saturday, I have a class. Sunday is my family. And through the week is going to be a mixer of my mindset and tools in your business that you can use to help your business. And in the past two weeks, I must say it's working because I'm charting. Uh, we've gained over 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. We're getting views out the wooza or whatever that word is. And I'm feeling happy. My baby thinks I'm, she thinks I'm doing great. And she doesn't lie. She's very honest with her opinion and her, her criticism. And sometimes like that's something that we're working on. How she has she criticized my content, you know. She can be very harsh, and I tell her like I'm communicating where I'm like, you can use this word. You don't have to use this word because if you use this word, it makes it. I don't care about all the good things you said. I only I only seen the word, bad thing you did, and the bad thing was saying that word that I don't like. So trigger words, right? So now I think when she criticizes my content or criticizes anything I do. I think you'll be less likely to use trigger words because you know it bothers me. And that is a form of communicating with your partner. And if you can communicate with your partner, you can avoid a lot of disagreements, a lot of arguments, and you can have a happy relationship. What do you think? I think I think that is amazing. I think that that also took our relationship to a new place when he communicated and articulated um, that to me, because I never looked at it as criticism. I always looked at it as advice. And I think something that's super important is trusting your partner and understanding where they come from, opposed to looking at everything as an attack. Because I think that sometimes when you're in a relationship and somebody's always in front of your face saying like, you do this or you do this or you do this, it can carry over into other things. And so if we're partners and we're living together and you have someone say, hey, like, can you make sure you clean up after yourself? It's like, it's like you're already putting that person in a different position. Like, oh, this person get on my nerves. Like, it's getting on my nerves. Okay, I heard you, da, da, da. So then over time, like in a whole different setting, where you aren't trying to be authoritative. You aren't trying to tell that person what to do. You aren't even really trying to be, you know what I'm saying? Like you you want to uplift your partner, but in that, again, that advice is taken as criticism opposed to in a light way. So it looks more so as an attack opposed to mm -hmm. like, no, like I care for you. I'm trying to help you. Like I want you to hear me. I don't want you to take this in a negative connotation. I mean, that's understandable, and I can agree with that. And listen, we ain't got all the all the uh, keys, but we're just taking it day by day and step by step. And I think we're doing it. We've we've came a long way. We've come. We've come. An extremely long, we've come way. A long way. Let me say it We've come a long way. <laughs> we've come a long way. We have. So I think, you know. Cheers to that. Okay. You got to look in my eyes because it's seven years of, and we don't want that. <laughs> You know, if you know, you know. <laughs> Listen, um, you know, uh, also to you guys, right? I would like, you know, I know I do questions on Friday and I answer everybody's questions, but it could be about a bunch of things. I want you guys to send questions in for Jessica. 
And it could be about relationship trading, whatever it is, because she's gonna have to start answering some stuff. We gonna we add in value every every, every episode. Got to be some type of value. But you know, so if you want to ask questions, you know, boom, uh, send some questions in. Um, what you need to do is ask questions for after this episode. Ask, um, put it out there, like you know, send me questions in to um to answer on. Um, you have any questions for me? Yes, I do. What questions do you have for me, baby? You look amazing, by the way. You look amazing. Thank you. In what ways do you think that we have grown outside of communication? Well, this episode's about communication. We got to be, okay. we niching down, baby. We niching down. We don't want to put too much, because we put in, we want to save it. for the, That's how you're able to have a bunch of different episodes every day, every, every day of the week. Because... I, I'm just talking about communication. I could, we could talk about arguments. We could talk about a bunch of things. But today is about communication. You know what I'm saying? This is how you fulfill content and make it quality content. Even if it's 20 minutes or three hours, it don't matter. Every single second is, is a good content. All right. Well, I ain't got no questions then. You ain't got no questions? <laughs> I mean, that was my question. Because I was feeling like it went in alignment with communication. You said outside of communication now. Once you said outside of communication, All right. there was no well, lot of communication. I do have a question. What made what made you propose to me? You? <laughs> I have a question. What advice did you give to uh, your friend to make her man propose? <laughs> you can't answer a question with a question. You answer mine, then I'll answer yours. Well, I told you, I told you what my answer was. My answer was. I you? said it there. I said I found I found a woman that I can see me spend the rest of my life with, and I didn't want to I didn't want to lose her. So I felt like in order to keep you in my life, I had to take it to the next level. And the next level was proposing to you, letting you know that I'm really in this and I'm willing to do whatever it takes, and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Uh-huh. You, got a, uh-huh. you got a tingle. <laughs> you give me butterflies. So what, what did you tell your friend? Inside, inside, inside. Hmm? I told her the secret is simple. What's simple? Focus on her. That was the secret. I literally told her because it's like she was being so consumed and chasing him. And I said, girl, stop chasing. If he's talking to other women and all that different stuff, like you continuing to chase him is only gonna push him away. Focus on you. Like And what did she do? She just stopped giving him attention? She focused on her. She grinded on her. Like I think that, and that's the advice that I give to all women. Mm-hmm. Even when I was single, like if you grind your ass off, grind your ass off and just focus on building yourself. People are going to see that and they're going to be attracted to that. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to be attracted to the woman that you're becoming because mm-hmm. you aren't you aren't becoming anything. You aren't growing if you are focusing on somebody else more than you are yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, once you get in a relationship and a partnership, that's a whole different thing. Then you guys grow together and evolve together and uplift and grow together. But when you're single and you just talking to somebody and you desperate for that person's attention or you constantly trying to chase that person, but that person has not committed to you and they're talking to multiple people, like why would you keep trying to chase that person and try to put all your energy on that person? 
ladies. No, 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 no. Look at me. Ladies, I hope you listen to that. Because if you want the finer things in life, you want to be valued, you want to be a wife, you better take this fiance's um, advice. Because I think it, uh, it might get you to get that thing, that shiny thing on your finger. Would you agree with that, though? I mean, I think, I think, from I, a think male's I think perspective. it's always, if you give somebody a lot of attention, um, they, they don't appreciate it. But when you don't give them attention, they appreciate you more. That's just, that's just normal stuff. But when, but the, how is it that, cause we're in a relationship we we will give each other a lot of attention. Do you think that once you get in a relationship, that's a different story? Um, well, the good thing about us is we communicate. It goes back to communication. If you feel like I'm not giving you enough attention, what do you say to me? <laughs> what do you say? Baby, I need attention. You see that? That's I'm telling you, I'm tell this episode is a gem. I hope y'all really got the 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 best out of How did we learn that? Therapy. Therapy. Okay, and what happened? It works. You know what happened? What happened what? Why why did Kendra tell us that? Oh, because because um because I was um bugging out? What? <laughs> yes. Because I had a thing on a, a phone on a, a call, uh huh? I don't know, but I definitely hope you guys really enjoy this episode. I'm I'm looking forward to doing more episodes with Jessica because she has a whole pers- a whole different perspective than me, and I love to like I told you guys uh, in another episode. I want to talk more about relationship stuff, but I don't feel comfortable talking about my relationship without her here. Because if I'm saying something I shouldn't be saying, she's going to give me the, and, you know, I just want to be respectful for her privacy as well. So I don't want to share what she doesn't want to share. But I think this is going to be a good, good, uh, a, set, a series of um, episodes with the, with Jessica. And I think you guys are going to enjoy it. So make sure you tune back every Sunday. Um, I want to talk about legend. I want to talk about so many different things, even how to raise a son. Because we're new parents and we're going That is an episode. Yeah, we're going to go How to live with somebody That's is an episode. episode. That's an episode. How do you... How do you... Because your how, life changed a lot. When people break when people break up right after a baby, what are the things that new parents need to know to keep their relationship strong with a new That's another thing. That's a, man, a whole a different man, episode. A man dealing with a pregnant woman... We deal with a lot. We think that, you know, she's just pregnant. People think that she's just pregnant. We're not dealing with anything. But we're dealing with all these different emotions. Like, today I might wake up with a happy Jessica. Tomorrow I might wake up with a sad Jessica. It's so many different things. Like, but we have to deal with that too. And, and I, that's why I used to say, how do people break up? But I want to save all that. I want to save all that for another episode. Because, listen, we're giving you heat. It's only about 20 25 minutes. But I want to give you heat. But... Uh, <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We out. Say peace. She got to be so fucking cool. Later. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.